Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of How We Roll Podcast. We're an RPG-based podcast, and we focus on Call of Cthulhu, some Dungeons and Dragons, and occasionally one-off campaigns. Interesting. If you're interested in contacting us and want to know where you can find our podcasts, you can visit HowWeRollPodcast.com, which offers links to Twitter, Facebook, iTunes, SoundCloud, Reddit, and Twitch. What? If you enjoy what we do and want to support us, you can donate to us on Patreon. And with that said, let's get on with the show. Yes, please, please, just get on with the show. Please, please. I'm gonna I'm gonna meta game this a bit, so uh, it it doesn't take you a long while to get uh, Spencer's um, medical attention. Unfortunately, Roxbury Sanitarium is a private clinic, and they are not willing or unable to help you, but they do direct you to the local hospital, um, and it's it's not long before you're stitched up. Um, can we fast forward to the next morning? So, yep. uh, uh, I assume that Bartholomew has a rather posh, swanky hotel. Reverend John B. Royce would probably be booked into a similar place. And uh, Mud and Spencer will return to Duncan Smith's place. Uh, where do you wish to join the next day? A journey. I imagine we go to Smith's for breakfast. Uh, everyone, everyone knows him except for me, and I'm I'm pretty tight with Bartholomew mm. in, a, in a platonic way. Okay, so you uh, arrive the next day for breakfast. Um, you are accompanied by Duncan, who has his uh, his. Uh, wheelchair wheeled up to the large table. Um, the the maid is also in attendance, as is his lovely daughter Molly, who sits rather pleasantly at the end of the table and gazing lovingly at, at Mud um, as he eats his sausage and bacon. So, what did you find out? Oh my gosh, Spencer! I heard you had a hospital visit. Has there been any a crack in the case? Well, apart from the crack in my arm. There's been a little bit of uh, news on the old place. Turns out the place is linked to some chapel of contemplation, whatever that is. Oh yes, the tra- chapel, of what? chapel of what now? Chapel How's of contemplation. It's a weird symbol with like, I don't know, there was like some wise and a big eye and something. is really So I'm sitting thing. hungover, just drinking tea at the table. Um, and I know a little bit about a cult after my... my years in uh, the Vatican studying. Can I just mm. see if I recognise anything about the Chapel of Contemplation? Um, I think it'd probably be linked to your original role. I, you said not, I don't know what my original role was, but we'll take 98, so I, I, I'm I, so hungover, all I can think yeah. is, Mary, Mother of God. <laughs> Essentially. <laughs> oh, so you've, you've had at least a, a lead in the case. Do you know where you're, you're going to head off to next? Well, I think we should perhaps have another look at that place, maybe with the four of us this time. I know it's a bit of a dangerous building. I got pretty beat up when I was in there last time. Well, I certainly want to have a look at this tome. Sounds fascinating. Yeah, there was this tome. (laughs) And, um... It it was really dusty looking. I think it could be interesting and prevalent to the case. Okay, um, we're gonna we'll go on after breakfast. Is there? Uh, do you wish to go to the Chapel of Contemplation together, or do you wish to split up? Together. Yeah, we all go together, considering how dangerous it was last time. You got beaten up by a floor, Aaron. Come on now. <laughs> so you uh, you arrive back at the Chapel of Contemplation. It's it's now about nine in the morning. Um, as I said, it's uh, it's overgrown. It's weathered. It's basically a ruin. Um, you'll make your way much, very, very carefully um, down into the basement, and you're once again greeted with uh, the, the two bodies 
the uh, the uh, cupboard full of sort of mouldering church records and this sort of strange book uh, resting upon a dais. I walk over to the book and like just um just basically before touching it and figure out what it is, kinda of just try and read the cover. Uh to see if I recognise anything about it. Yeah, you run your fingers across it and it feels like vellum. Um, but if you want to give me an education role or a medicine role, uh, an to education get some more or a medicine role. Yeah, it's not medicine, it's gonna be education. Oh my god. I rolled a hundred. I have rolled a 98 and 102 rolls. This is... So much for a man in the cloth. God hates me. Okay, uh... If I was... <laughs> now, I can't... Opportunity to be particularly mean here. Um, the, uh, as you lift the book to feel it under your hands, it begins to crumble and uh, fall apart uh, beneath your fingers. And before you uh, can really kind of help yourself, there's, there's very can little I left Can I push book. a roll to see if I don't destroy the book? Um... On a roll of a hundred. Ah, oh, goddammit. <laughs> Bye bye, guys. I turned to the group. Wasn't that important? What's the 1920s way to say fuck with? <laughs> that book was only nonsense. It was only, it was only a telephone directory. It had two names in it. There's only one book worth saving. <laughs> That's not it. I shoved him to one side and I, and I just tried desperately to, to save any pages that he hasn't already destroyed. As uh, as the guys are doing all of this, I'm walking around the site, uh, taking photos of the corpses, the symbols I see, um, you know, the, the the property itself. I'm just recording it all. Okay, a uh, few things that you come across. The uh, centre of the floor, there seems to be a large sort of occult symbol, uh, almost like a large pentagram. Um, it, it seems to have been kind of daubed on the floor with some sort of dark substance which uh, is still visible many years later. The room stinks of ancient smoke, uh, probably due to the fire which whatever caused the uh, destruction of the building in the first place. Um, and the walls are scrawled with a, a number of words, things like Dark Master and uh, the following one. And uh, various other kind of mysterious words and phrases. Does this look like graffiti or what? This scrawling. Um, it looks more like uh, mad ramblings, to be honest. Dark Master, what was the other one? Um, uh, the following. Again, one. I just kind of peruse my occult knowledge and just try to see if there's anything now that my delightfully hungover friend has destroyed. <laughs> possibly um, invaluable occult. You, you can probably pull together. Um, you can probably pull together a few page, uh, quite a lot of the pages as long as you're careful um, to get something that's reasonably readable. Um, do you want to give me an education check as well, just to see Please what's, what's kind of available? Please roll not get abused about this. <laughs> <laughs> tension, the tension is high. The world's longest roll. <laughs> Going to keep building up till Dave hits that goddamn button, Dave. <laughs> I'm gonna, it went spectacular. I'm, I'm gonna push yeah, it. You're, you're, you're I'm gonna really push sure. it. You can, you can sell it. Okay, do you want to do it? That's two fails from Dave. Score is now <laughs> okay. Dave one the, um, two. The <laughs> because it's a pushed roll. Uh, unfortunately, the uh, the worm-eaten and damp book was so rotten that the uh, the remaining pages crumble beneath your hands. 
and uh, there is there is nothing left re- that's readable or worth uh, perusing of this book. Bartholomew, my friend, I fear we should stop our drinking problem. We can't go on like this. Spencer, I feel like we made a mistake <laughs> bringing them here. And I thought we were bad at destroying the place. I know. Let's stroll over to these um, shredded remains of what Harold Mudd has left in the cupboard and uh, without touching them, try and read anything I can see on them. Um, these are in much better condition than the the uh, ancient tome. I think being in the uh, in the cupboard has protected them from much of the uh, rot and damp. They uh, they're not delicate; they're just hard to read. So you can give me a library user uh, education okay. check to read them. See, I didn't destroy nothing. <laughs> <laughs> library user education said was it? Right, education is yeah. sixty-five. Library use is fifty. Education it is. I'm a smart motherfucker. Okay, um, it's, this is going to take a while to study. So, if you want to <laughs> give it, uh, <laughs> if you want to give it about an hour of study, you'll be able to find out some interesting facts. Uh, are you guys willing to, to I wait sit down that long? in the lotus position yeah. and start reading so the guys decide what they're doing? I will say that you are all feeling particularly uncomfortable um, at being here. Maybe we can step outside. Um, the kind of the buzzing sound and the dead bodies are particularly uh, unamusing. Um, but yeah, um, you do find out a few interesting facts. First of all, uh, it doesn't take long before you uh, you find a few references to the Corbett House. Um, one particular phrase stands out. It says, In accordance with his wishes, and the wishes of the Dark One who waits in the dark, Walter Corbett was buried in the basement of his house. Right. That can't be... Yeah, that, that's not creepy or weird at all. That that also references to what we found in the uh, in the archives the other day. Yeah. So okay. Can I examine the bodies? And can I give them the last rites? Uh, yeah, you certainly can. Uh, Bartholomew, as someone who doesn't really deal with bodies on a regular basis, I'm going to need you to make a sanity. Doesn't deal. I went through World War One. <laughs> <laughs> flashback. It, World it War flashback. That, um, make him roll the fucking sanity. <laughs> okay um, approaching the musty corpses actually makes you physically sick and it's not long before you actually see your breakfast sound effects are free um they it's difficult to tell without a medical role um they uh, do not appear to be well healthy, obviously, but they do not have died of natural causes. Their uh, their bodies are, are withered and are decaying, decaying away. Probably dead for a number of years. Your guess would have been not fire, but maybe smoke and inhalation has killed them. Perhaps they were hiding down here when their fire was lit. I don't find anything in their pockets. Clothing. No, unusually, um, you do see there's nothing under their robes. And I'm not sure how much detail you want to go into, but they're not wearing their robes. These silk robes are uh, covering their naked forms. Were they sacrifices, maybe? I don't know. I'm trying to think outside of the box. (laughs) Um, You probably think this was probably the room where they might have conducted cult rites, uh, and this is where they were when the fire was lit. All right. And uh, if you remember, you had to clear a lot of 
rubble and debris from the trapdoors. They may have started to um, trap down here. Question, yeah. relative to the pentagram you said was around the floor, where are these husks? Sorry, does it look like they're interacting with it, or does it look like they could? Are they near the writing? How where are they situated in this secret room? No, they're uh, then the pentagram is. In this, well, it's not a pentagram, but it, it's it's that oh, sorry, kind of thing. Pen. Okay, so. Um, it's you know, a circle with a, a, a sort of strange, uh, multifaceted star in the middle. Um, they're not anywhere near it, so you don't think they were inside the pentagram or on on either of the points of the pentagram. So no. Where where to next then, chaps? We've outside outside of character. We've we've two options. Check why this place was burnt down, which I don't think is important. Or maybe we should go to the house we're meant to be looking into. <laughs> Yeah. The that house itself it is. Yeah, the house itself. Okay, this is now, you're probably about half ten in the morning. Uh, it's a cold winter's January morning. Um, the snow is abated, although it lies thick upon the streets, a uh, number of centimetres, and driving is treacherous and slow going. Uh, when you're not driving safely yourself, you're waiting in traffic for other people. Um, so it's almost lunchtime by the time you make it to the Corbett house. Uh, do I have a picture? I don't believe I do. I meant to. Tink, cap. Okay. Oh, I do. I do. Here's the old Corbett house. Right. The house, this uh, brick two-sided building is overshadowed by taller, newer office buildings on either side. The house fronts the street um, and is covered or uh, surrounded by overgrown trees and bushes. It looks something like this. There we go. Okay. Studying the house, the observer is impressed by the way the house seems to withdraw into the shadows cast by the flanking buildings, and how the blank curtained windows hide, hide all understanding of what lies within. There is, there is something odd about the house, some sort of dark feeling that strikes you as you gaze upon its blank windows and dark facade. Reminds me of my uncle Joseph's place. Always oh, was a weird fellow. Come. Um, the door is ajar. The front door is open. The windows all appear to be boarded up from the inside. Oh, okay. Gentlemen, may I point out <laughs> oh, we've forgotten certain things? Does anyone have a torch? Crowbar? Any form of tool or lighting whatsoever? It's, it's half ten. It's half ten by time. Why would we need a torch? Windows are Plus. boarded up, my dear illogical fellow. Sure, surely you're not afraid of the dark. You've been to World War One. <laughs> in, in fact, Bartholomew, you do remember that you just bought a brand new electric torch, which may be in the uh, the boot. Oh, of wonderful. <laughs> And it's possible that, um, Spencer, you would have an electric torch or a, a, some sort of lighting to go with your PI work. So I'm assuming you. torches are rare, yeah, are rare in this, uh, my inventory. this time, obviously. Electric torches, are they? They're not common. They're not no, common. No, they're, they're brand new inventions. Um, as I said, Bartholi Ormond, Ormond as a, a rich socialite, may have got it as a, a kind of... Uh, almost like a hobby piece. It's not something you intend to use, but it's something that you should have and therefore he does have. Um, Spencer, you'd be more practical. Right, so I'll go to the boot of my car, I'll pull out um, a few bits and bobs I keep there. Paper, pencil, 
flashlight. Fabulous Swarovski encrusted flashlight. <laughs> crystal. You think I would own anything that is crystal? Diamonds. While he's doing this, I, I'm assuming. Well, I don't need keys. The doors are there. I'm going to start like walking towards the tall because I'm not. I'm, I'm a priest. I'm a man. I'm not frightened of the dark. Uh, as I'm doing this, I nervously, I nervously take out my rosary beads and start muttering incantations, prayers to myself as I am shitting. What you are, my dear good boy fellow, is a fool. <laughs> okay, um, as you approach the house, um, you see there is a path that runs uh, parallel to the left-hand side of the house and probably leads to a back garden. Um, you also notice that, rather oddly, uh, although the house is immensely overgrown with weeds, grass, um, and even trees growing near it, all vegetation stops within one foot of the building. And it's surrounded by a ring of earth. It's almost as if the very nature itself is trying to stay away from it. And as you step within the circle, um, the strange buzzing sound that you felt at the Chapel of Contemplation um, sort of it emits within your head again. Almost like a headache, but just not quite as bad. You feel very uncomfortable being there. Um, the door is ajar but not open, so you can't see anything but darkness to the crack. As I approach the house, you just see my character's swagger and sarcasm just sort of melt away a little bit. It come, you know, become more serious and just you don't entirely recognize me. The change is so significant. Okay, uh, I'm going to tentatively uh, walk in. Just, so it's a dark hallway. Like, can I see anything without the torch? Okay, you uh, you push the door open. Um, it doesn't go easily as if the very hinges themselves are trying to stop you entering this abode. Um, with a little force, the door swings open to reveal a long, dark hallway. Um, to your right is a ceramic light switch, uh, and next to it a door which is closed. Um, to your left is another door which is closed, and although the corridor is mostly in darkness, you see other doors to the left and right. Um, the floor is bare floorboards, and there seems to be a sound being emitted from the door to your right. It sounds like music. What sort of music? <laughs> it's almost like a radio has been left on. Do I recognise it? <laughs> Um, yeah, you think this is a, probably from last year? This is this is a, a quite a popular tune. I can I roll? In fact, if you if you want to give me an education roll, you can even guess the uh, the. Uh, I don't know how interested it's... you are, but you know, it's by. In fact, probably as a, a Hollywood star, you know this is Paul Whiteman. All right. It's called "Say It with Music." All right. <clears throat> I call out into the darkness. Is there anyone there? It's now Titanic all of a sudden. Can anybody hear me? Is uh, there's no answer from the shadows. Okay. I tried the lights. I, can, I, can I flick there's on the a, lights a, so at least we can see more of the, the hallway? So reach over. Yeah, there's me. a there's a click and um, the uh, the lights buzz on, um, and you're sort of greeted with a long hallway lined with various pitches uh, and doors. At the far end, you glimpse uh, an ancient grandfather clock before the lights fizzle and die before leaving you in darkness. Um. As you do, the music immediately stops as well. I follow I, 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 Mr. Royce in. I look at Spence. 
just, just. I look at Spencer, who looks like the hardest motherfucker we have in the group, and motion to the door where the noises come from with my head because I'm a priest and fuck with, ass. <laughs> with with torch in one hand, I put my other hand into my jacket and pull out my revolver and creep further into the house with the other four okay. behind me. I will say that this re- this revolver he's got in his hand is fucking huge. This is not a revolver. This is a hand cannon which Spencer has pulled out of his holster. This is at least a forty-five. Okay, fair enough. Okay, uh, as I said, do you wish to go down the corridor or do you wish to explore the rooms, the left or right? I, I'll push on to the room. With Spencer's going to the room to the right, isn't he? I'll follow in with him if he wants. Yeah, the room yeah, to the right is the one right. where the music is coming yeah, from. Yeah, we'll go to the, okay. towards the music. It was completely stopped now. Okay, um, the torch shines through the darkness and sort of motes of dust float um, through the beam. Um, from what you see, this appears to have been um, the living room. It contains conventional furnishings. There's a large radio, um, stuffed chairs, shelves laden with uh, gugors, um you notice that they are primarily crosses, images of the Virgin, and other Catholic and religious artifacts. Can I there are way too many to be normal. Like this is, you know, you might have a, a cross in the house, but you certainly wouldn't have ten crosses, four pictures of Mary, you know, six sets of rosary beads. Like, You've never been to Ireland, my friend. You clearly have never been to Ireland. Can we? Can um, I? Can you, I? You all jump as the music starts again. Can I inspect the radio? Yeah. Uh, so the radio is reasonably modern, uh, two or three years old. Um, the uh, music is crackling through the large sets of speakers. Uh, 1922. The radio itself would be, uh, you know, kind of the height of a small child. It's large. It's made of dark wood. Uh, you know, the kind of uh, Art Deco design. Not a particularly expensive one. I'm going to walk over as he's inspecting it and just, um, can I plug it out or turn it off? Is there a way of doing this? Yeah, it's plugged in in the wall. Um, it's got a number of knobs and switches and you're pretty, you're all pretty au fait <laughs> with uh, how a radio works. I'll, I'll just plug it out from the wall because it's creeping me out. Okay, it immediately stops. So, if the radios and things are working, I would assume that the lights would be working as well. Um, I should probably say there's another door in this room that leads further into the house. The door you came through, and another door um, on the wall next to the radio, which sort of leads directly into the house. I'll click on I'm my flashlight and head towards the second door, further into the house, from within the sitting room, living room, whatever we're in. Okay, um, Spencer, obviously you have your flashlight out as well. Do you wish to uh, follow... Bartholomew, or do you wish to uh, go on your own investigation? Can we just make a game for one second? Should we just spread out and get see as many rooms as we can rather than us all going through one room at a time, guys? My character isn't um, particularly comfortable <laughs> with that, but I think he's trying to be butch and wouldn't say anything. <clears throat> just looks mildly nervous. You know you know, when you go off on your own, could you say, I'll be right back? <laughs> <laughs> we only have two flashlights and four people. We split up in groups of yeah. two. I think it's good. It's a house. Like we're not going to take hours to get to someone if someone does die. I mean, the priest uh, is coming starts. with me. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so uh, Bartholomew and Reverend, you're going to head into the house through the door in the uh, living room. Um, where do you two wish to go? Into the corridor? 
Mud and Spencer. Uh, mud and uh, Spencer. Um, yeah. Yeah. It will go into the back into the hall. Okay. Right. Um, you both, you all, two groups leave the room. Um, Bartholomew and Spencer, not so bad. Uh, Spencer and uh, Mud, you go across the corridor and open the the door opposite. Um, this seems to be a storage room. It's filled with boxes, junk. And rather oddly, things like rusted water tanks and old bicycles. It's almost as if since City took uh, control of this house in the last year, they've used it for storing, well, crap. At the right end side of the room is a cupboard, which has actually been boarded shut. Um, the uh, A number of boards have been nailed across the cupboard doors, keeping it closed. The uh, other two players, um, you've entered a dining room. Uh, it has a long mahogany table, or at least what appears to be a mahogany table, a built-in sideboard, and seven chairs. Three places are set, unused, and there's a large uh, tureen in the centre of the table, and a rather musty smell is coming from it. Can we inspect it? Uh, Currently, you're in the room with uh, the... Are there any sideboards or... Cupboards. Yeah, there's a large sideboard. Um, you jump as you hear the music start up again. It's a different song, but it's certainly coming from the radio. Shit, I'm swearing. Uh, can I stroll back and incredulously, like I just assume, I imagined I plugged it out. Can I check if it's still plugged out? Uh, no, it's plugged in. Can I plug it out again? <clears throat> I'm pissed off. I take out my. The cane that I've been nervously fidgeting with, I draw out a rather nasty-looking sword and just sort of jam it into it. That'll turn it off. Okay. Uh, you, you pretty much destroyed so the, uh, the radio. You're so lucky I plugged it out first. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, Spencer and Mud, what do you wish to do in this storeroom? So I'm looking through um, the contents of the room and we see the uh, the wardrobe in the corner and go over to it and try and see if we can prise open the door. Yeah, it's, uh, it's going to be hard, but there's a number of tools in the room that you could probably use to do it. So I think it'll take you a couple of minutes to do. All right. They continue with that. What the hell is that? There's uh, a sound from the end of the corridor. All oh, right, I thought someone—I thought that was IRL for someone lived by a church or something. Fucking hell! <laughs> okay, the uh, the grandfather clock has been ringing and has now gone into silence. Okay, I'll continue searching the dining room and check. You said that the table has a terrine on it. Is it okay. the on the table? Yeah. It's filled with uh, incredibly evil-smelling, what probably was rice soup. Uh, the dresser uh, is filled with an, a number of pretty crappy plates and uh, sort of eating utensils. Uh, and there's another re- another door leading out of the room opposite the one you. How well did we search the sitting room before we left it? We didn't. Um, yeah, no. I mean, you had a look at the sort of googles. You had a look around. There's, it, it's pretty just a sitting room, really. A bit odd that there's so many uh, Catholic accoutrements. Okay, the uh, the door to the uh, old sideboard bursts open, um, and there is a, a box, a black metal box, 
um, which is kind of bound up uh, with with kind of rope and stuff. It's like it's been trying to be held. I shut. grab one of the crosses from the wall in the sitting room and sort of hold that in front of me while I sort of cut the ropes off and look into the box, thinking. You're, you're, you're not in there, so oh, this right. is Harold Sorry. and Spencer in that room. You yeah. guys are in the sitting room, oh, so you, you said you said, si- you said sideboard. I thought you, you said sideboard. So, yeah. No, 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 no. It's the uh, it's the kind of the cupboard. So okay. you guys are still in the dining room. The other two are in the uh, the room by the door, which is kind of filled with a lot of, sort of bicycles and water tanks and things. Uh, so Mud and Spencer, what do you wish to do with this kind of mouldering box? Shoot it. <laughs> um, I would probably take it back to the others and yeah. look at it as a team. Let someone else open in the box. I really hate you so much right now, Gary. You're such a dick. Yeah, okay. the before. Uh, you, you meet in the sitting room, uh, sort of surrounded by the uh, the Catholic Gugars. Uh, who wishes to open the um, box? Say yeah, a prayer. I'll, uh, I'll start opening the box. I'll take out a little bottle, a uh, little glass bottle I have with a little Vatican stamp on it. Sprinkle some water from this bottle onto the box. <laughs> Bless myself and then um, just yeah. cut the rope with a bit of, I don't know, a bit of slate in the floor and open the box. Oh, God. Okay, You're, you are about to cut the rope when suddenly you hear a from upstairs as if something large and heavy has fallen over. Um, now, this would be upstairs at the far end of the house. Uh, from I, the front I pause and pocket the... Is it, is it a small pocket-sized box, or...? It's, it's a large box. It's, like, uh, like that size. Like, it's about just under a foot like wide. Ruck, so ruck like, rucksack-sized, kind of. Centimeters. It, yeah, it's a, it's a reasonably big, reasonably heavy box. When you shake it, something does seem to kind of be moving around inside. Something reasonably big, Okay, with, with the heavy. noise, with that noise, I jump behind Bartholomew. <laughs> Defensively, like a, like a, a scared cat. <laughs> <laughs> okay, the noise is continuing, like as if something is being sort of knocked over or thudded, and sort of upstairs on the other side of the house to you, far end of the house. I just mutter something under my breath about fucking Catholics, and uh, carry on opening the box. Okay. You cut through the ropes, and as the box opens, um the inside is revealed it is a, an ancient book possibly a journal what language is um, it written in? yeah I don't think we should <laughs> um, you flick and open the dry musty pages and it is written in English although the, the writing is spidery and not particularly easy to read how long would it take me to peruse it? hmm um, a few hours, probably. We can leave you there reading it and continue to, on with, the, really flip with the detective if you want. <laughs> um, yeah. No, I think I'll pocket it and um, carry on with him. It's a bit, it's a bit too big to be pocketed. Um, think A4. Tuck it in the back of my trousers. <laughs> <laughs> we can, we can. Is there anywhere? Is there a press we can like put it back in the box and leave it in the box? I'm not letting it off my person. Yeah, you can do that. Well then, it's you stay here. It's either you stay here, or tell me and read that book, or we bring it with us. We carry the box. I guess. No, I'll carry the book without the box. Okay. Oh, that won't get it destroyed. Okay, so you are you going to head through the uh, dining room, or are you going to head down the corridor? 
which side did the noise come from? If we were to like, w do we know a way to get upstairs? Have we seen a way to get upstairs yet? Carry on no. down the corridor, corridor then. Yeah, I think the corridor probably is the best place for finding a stairs yeah. or something in there. Okay. Um, so you, you move down the corridor and on your right you pass a large oil painting. Uh, when the light shined on it, it's particularly unpleasant. It's a, a kind of range of greens and purples and, and clashing colours and it seems to depict a, an unnatural scene. Um, it's almost like a sunset gone wrong and it's very unsettling to look at. Um, you carry on along the corridor. Unless any of you wish to investigate, I'm going to have a look at the detail. painting. Um, <laughs> uh, give me a spot hidden. Okay. Um, on the edge of the painting, uh, you see a, a small, a small sort of uh, not engraving, but almost like a signature. But instead of a signature, the words "Dreamland," "Dreamlands," all one word. Uh, written in the same spidery s script as the diary was written in. Okay, do I yeah. do I know anything about Dreamland? Is it have I come across this in my? Uh, you can give me an occult roll my opium fueled dilettante investigations into the occult. Um. Beyond what you can imagine, that a number of people believe that there are ways of contacting spirits and visiting other planes of existence through dreams, but the word dreamlands written like that doesn't really uh, ring any bells with you. However, as you're gazing into the painting, you do seem to notice what seems to be a dark shadow, uh, like a silhouette of a man moving from the middle of the painting towards you, getting slightly larger and larger. When you look up at it, it's gone. Oh, what no sign of it. <laughs> Whoa. Uh, while you guys are, are you all looking at the painting or are you moving on into the house? No, I, I'm gonna just assume that he no. doesn't know what he's doing and keep walking yeah. towards what I where I think the noise is coming from, which is in the okay. corridor. I'm still looking Can out we have, for okay, it. Just a rough it. marching order, just like who's first, who's, I mean, presumably Bartholomew's last because he's staring at this picture. <clears throat> well,. I was behind Bartholomew, but I've kind of grown in confidence as we left the room and the noise has stopped. I'll continue walking as he stops to look at his picture that I just think is a picture. Okay. So I'm first, I guess. I, I'm in the front of the group with uh, with my weapon drawn. <laughs> All right. Flashlight out. Okay, so yeah. you're uh, okay. walking down I, I, the corridor. Um, the flashlight reveals uh, another door on the left, uh, which, you, which you open and see that there's uh, just a room filled with... It looks like broken furniture, maybe used for firewood, perhaps. Uh, the end of the corridor is a uh, a large grandfather clock, and as you're approaching it, you hear a sound from behind you. It is the sound of the radio. I fucking hate this game already. The radio I, free I smashed with my sword cane. The radio you smashed with your sword cane. Um... <laughs> We don't, we don't yeah, it's know it's the same the, radio. The living room. So you're currently kind of uh, almost two-thirds of the way down the corridor. Um, ahead of you are a number of doors. Dave is... Uh, oh, sorry, Bartholomew is still staring at this painting. And you can all hear the sound of the radio. The muffled sound of the radio coming from the living room. Do you want to... Because poor Dave, and the, the viewers can see this, needs a pee. Do you want to take a minute while the music is playing for him to go take a pee? <laughs> and we can... 
Should we um, should we have a, a rest break? Should we say five minutes, then we'll start the stream again? Five minutes. If, if anyone in chat... Well, we can keep the stream going. If anyone in chat wants to ask any questions, myself or Joe can answer them. One of us, one of us will be here. There's, there's one guy, um, for anyone who's, for the guys in this group who's actually said at one point, thank God someone actually is role playing on Twitch as opposed to other shit games. Well, he didn't say as opposed to other shit games. I'm adding that in, but that's how it read. He's right though. I watch a lot of Twitch, D and D and and role playing stuff, and people don't try and role play. I know we're struggling a bit because we're a new group, but this this music. What the fuck is happening with this radio, guys? What are we going to do with this? It's too small to carry. We well, can't we'll carry talk. it with us. I'd love to do that. Why the hell would you carry it with you? It's a good tune. <laughs> it is pretty dandy. So we've it? heard someone getting, someone's getting lucky upstairs, or something's happening upstairs where there's a banging of something. Could be a headboard. <laughs> we've got this creepy music, and it's getting louder we've got and louder. A box with a weird, spindly, crazy person's writing, I imagine, because we're in a crazy person's house. What happened to kids? Are they, they, we should have asked where the two husks kids actually. Um, well, I'm keen on getting out of this place as soon as. So. Yeah. Right, well, I'm back. It's helpful. I swear that music was getting yeah. out all the time you were away. <laughs> it's just trying to... There is a guy... There's a guy watching, or was watching, and obviously there, Mr. Jog, who did say, finally someone who's really role-playing on Twitch, so... If he's still listening, cheers, Mr. Jobs. <laughs> he's, um, Damar. One, two, three. Damar. Oh, A Dutch Maff. prick. <laughs> no friend, no fr he's no friend of ours. I'll be right back myself. I must run for a pee. Now that Joe's here, I can answer some questions. Try and make a game of plan there, guys. Um, do something with that fucking radio. <laughs> well, as I say, you're, you're, you're down the other end of the corridor. Um, you guys are, um... What uh, Bartholomew is staring at this strange painting. I'm keen on just getting the hell out of Dodge as quickly as possible. Mm. I was saying, so do you just want to leave, or do you want to continue with the investigation Carry and then get in. out? I'm, I'm like once we've checked out the freaked sound. out, but I'm not running for the hills yet. All right, all right, all right. So we'll we'll continue with uh, with trying mm. to find stairs at least. Remember, my character is usually. Two-thirds to three-quarters sloshed. Yeah, I think my character's starting to believe. <laughs> I'm just going to put it like that. From skeptic to not so much. Seen some weird shit. So, um, this guy's asked, uh, how open is the story? So, I think that basically it's, it's pretty open. Uh, I have a basic structure written, uh, but it would depend... Uh, pretty greatly upon what the action's like, what the mood in the room's like. Uh, I've got a few ideas on how it will open out, so it could end in lots of different ways. It's it's very very much depends <clears throat> on the player's actions, not upon my railroad. This is for Demaf. I'm going to just eat a couple of uh, peanuts just to make him happy. He loves me eating on stream. No eating. Okay. Plus, earlier earlier sessions tend to be more closed. Later sessions, once you've gotten used to the characters and the style, tend to open up a lot more because you begin to guide it. Oh yeah, very much so. I'm just I'm just getting used to this, guys. I get that I'm being kind of quiet, but uh, it's also because you guys are you seem to know what you could, you want to do, and I'm like uh, I'm still trying to think. Try not to die. 
Should we? Yeah, I don't. I get that. Should we uh, get this going? Is Spencer okay. back? So yeah. Everyone's here. Proceed. One villain looking at the picture. <laughs> I'm not going anywhere near that radio. I'm just I'm wedged to the floor because I didn't really believe in the occult, and now this shit's happening. I'm confused as fuck. What's going on? Can I communicate yeah. with everyone else in the corridor and just say let's ignore the music and look for the stairs? I'm nodding. How do we ignore it? Do we? Re okay. Yeah. All right. Okay. Ignore the music. The, the music. Oh, for fuck's sake. Okay, the, uh, the corridor continues. There is a door to the left and a door to the right. You can also see at this point the very end of the corridor. There is um, this large grandfather clock and to either side of it is another door to the left and right. So there's four doors you can see right now. Uh, two to the left, two to the right. Are there any upstairs? Uh, the, the, none, all you can see is doors. There's no uh, sign of a staircase up or down. I'm going to open the one... Second from the left. Okay, so the door you're stood next to the left opens up into a mud room. So you can see overcoats, galoshes, hats, umbrellas. Um, there's several bags of what you can see because they're broken open. Uh, it seems to be coal. And there's a large freestanding cast iron stove. Um, there's also a door which presumably leads into the back garden. Um. So can I like... Yes, because it's obviously a weird room. It's got a mud floor. Can I like really okay. examine what the uh, fuck sorry, is going on in this room? When I say a mud room, like, a uh, you might call it a utility room. It's a room where you would come in from the outside and take off your boots and hang up your your glasses. Oh, I thought you meant it was so a mud no, floor. It's, it's a tile floor. This is a, It's a mud room. A utility room. A, a, a downstairs uh, wet room, maybe. Where you leave your wellies. Irish guys call it. <laughs> utility room. Yeah. For the. Is a freestanding stove. Do you mean, as in, like for heating the house or for cooking food? Okay, out? so this would be uh, more for heating the house. So it's cast iron. Uh, what we might An old think of is more of like a chimney, you know, something you'd have in the garden. This is more used for yeah. in indoor heating. Can I see what was burnt in it? Yeah, certainly. Uh, the door is uh, stiff but opens. Uh, inside is partially filled with ashes, but you also see the remains of what appears to be a book. Quite. Similar to the one that um, uh, Spencer and Harold found uh, in the cupboard that was nailed shut. Okay. Is it recoverable by uh, you in the room as well? Uh, you, yeah, you think this? It's it's been burnt closed, so quite a lot of the pages have survived. Um, I'll reach in and pull it out if okay. I can, tentatively, carefully. I'm going to put on gloves if I have gloves, which I don't. Yeah, uh, much of the book is burnt, but there are a number of pages that are completely unharmed. Uh, is it still no, hot at all? it's been here for a number of years. Or well, a certain number of months, anyway. Okay. okay. <laughs> He's really good. He can tell if it's more than a two or three days. <laughs> can, I, yeah, can I leave through it and see if I recognise anything that's written in it? Any uh, symbols, yeah, it's pictures? Uh, again, it appears to be a journal. Uh, from a number of years ago, you see a lot of dates from the 1800, uh, 1900, so from you know 50, 60 years ago. Uh, it's going to take a bit of study if you want to go into detail on it. Um, I'll... Someone has definitely tried to uh, burn this book. Is there any way of like quickly reading, like skim reading any? Like, can, can I read the? Can I read the last page? I like the ending <laughs> of stuff. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, I'll pocket it and move into the next room or, or bring it with me okay. if I can't pocket it. 
Okay, as you're, uh, uh, you're all, are you all in the mudroom? Spencer, where are you at this point? I'm still in the hallway looking out, um, look with my head looking in. Okay, the you uh, jump in surprise as the um, grandfather clock again bursts into sound. Well, maybe it doesn't. Holy Jesus! Can I check the time of the actual clock and my own pocket watch? Uh, yeah, as you approach the clock, it stops mid-ring. Um, and you, you look at it and it says uh, 11.45 um, and it, it's not ticking. Like, this is not, you know, the uh, the pendulum is not swinging. Uh, this is not a wound clock. Uh, I'm going to get on my knees, bless myself, uh, take out that holy water, start spraying at the clock and just praying frantically. At that moment you hear uh, from upstairs again another thud. Now this is almost directly above you where you're currently standing. Um, I this. get up, brush off my knees, and calmly hide behind Can, uh, everyone. Anyone give me an idea roll at this point? An idea roll is your intelligence. Doesn't matter who does it. Uh, okay. Uh, uh, Bartholomew, you think perhaps the door was left open? Maybe a, a hobo, a drifter, maybe someone off the street has wandered into the house, and they could quite easily be upstairs right now. Um, I'll open the next door if no one else wants to make a move. I don't want to be taking all the actions if someone wants to do <laughs> okay. something. Okay, do you mean the, uh, it's almost opposite the mudroom. Uh, this leads into a kitchen. Uh, you see a door in the kitchen that would probably lead into the dining room, which you've already previously discovered. Uh, the kitchen itself, uh, pretty conventional. There's a, conventional I should say. There's an ice box, uh, a wood-fed stove and oven. Uh, there's a, a, a cupboard that you presume is a larder. Um, there's, there's, some stuff on the floor which you think might be rat spore. Okay. For those who don't know what spore is, it means shit. <laughs> Technic- Sorry. Technically, it means any sign, so shit, footprints, etc. It's not exclusively scat. Well, thanks for learning the thing. I'm sorry, that's what I'm here for. <laughs> if it's about if it's about being PC, we're all drinking and smoking. Love it. I love I love I love uh, so Bartholomew. You're drinking in character. So for people who can't see, Bartholomew is actually drinking out of a cocktail glass. <laughs> what oh, looks like a dirty martini. That's exactly what it is. <laughs> oh man, I'm so good at drinking. I win. <laughs> <laughs> Sweet gin martini with a twist of lime. But I think just for shits and giggles, uh, yeah, the radio started up again. Oh, for fuck's sake, Joe! Because why not? Okay, I'm going to I'm going to run through as quick as I can with the radio this time through the dining room into the that radio room and see if I can see anyone. I'm assuming someone's fucking. Okay, as place. you open the door, the radio immediately stops and you are greeted with. Uh, I mean, you've run without the torch, you're almost in darkness, what appears to be the unplugged radio, which has been destroyed by Bartholomew and his sword cane. Shit, I'm on darkness. I did not think that through. <laughs> I'm going to try and fumble my way back to the room. Um, as you stand in the darkness, you are greeted with the terrible, uh, awful picture of the walls bleeding. Like, literally, right now, there is blood pouring down the walls all around you. Uh, the door slams shut behind you. Um, and I need you to make some sanity checks. Some sanity checks. No, let's check. start no, with insanity check. Cool. Okay. 
<laughs> oh my oh. god, I'm 80 cent and I fail so hard. It's got 94. Okay, um. I've got past one. Can you, roll. uh, let's see, you can roll this. You lose D6, uh, D4 sanity, so you can do a D4 check. Oh my god. You don't need to actually know it's gonna get a high number. I've done it all day. So you want to lose 3 sanity, um, and you let out an involuntary shriek. Um, you guys, you hear a scream coming from the front of the house. Apparently, <laughs> I'm a duck. Um. Yeah. Is this? Is yeah. This you you find him curled on the on screaming. the floor in almost a fetal position, gently rocking backwards and forwards, uh, saying something about blood on the walls. Uh, when you look. <laughs> I and I'm just saying the radio, the radio, the radio. I. Slap him really hard and say, Come to your senses, old man! Radio! Okay, there's radio. A, another thud from upstairs, <laughs> upstairs, and this is preceded by a rattle, uh, like you might hear in a, a catch in a window pane, uh, maybe someone trying to get out. Alright, let's try and get upstairs. How, how well have we am explored I, am I? downstairs? Uh, you've been in every room now, apart from this. There's two doors at the end of the corridor uh, one's the right, one's the left, on either side of this grandfather clock. So am I catatonic no, now? No, 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 you're fine. Like, you you're very shaken up. Okay. I place my hand on, on the father's shoulder and tell him not to go running off on his own again. <laughs> at, at this point, I'm going to basically follow the guys because I'm, I'm, I'm so shaken, I'm just basically following almost on autopilot. Okay. Uh, do you wish to... So you've got to the end of the corridor. You're facing the, the ancient grandfather clock. And now that you look at it, you can't understand how it could ever have... Have chimed. This thing is an incredible disrepair. Um, you'd, you'd be surprised if the clockwork mechanisms inside are even there, and if they are, they certainly couldn't work. Um, there's a door to the right and a door to the left. Uh, the door to the right is is smaller, um, like it would lead uh, more like a cupboard than a, a stair than a uh, like a doorway and such. I'll go ahead and have a look in the door on the right, the smaller, the smaller door. Okay, uh, it is a, a heavy door, uh, pretty pretty thick, and it's locked. Can I try and kick it open? Uh, yeah, certainly. It's. Uh, do you want to give me uh, a strength check? Uh, I'd need. If you're doing it on your own, can you give me an extreme difficulty? Oh. No, I'm going to help him well, yeah, then, no. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm shaken. I'll, I'll help uh, what's, Sorry, uh, roll extreme difficulty. And we'll see if you got it. If you look, there's three numbers that come up. You succeed on a hard difficulty. Uh, you charge into it and there's a crack. Um, but you've only got a small distance to run. And this door is thick. It is not easy to open. Uh, you, you kind of bounce off it without making a dent. Uh, meanwhile, does anyone else uh, want to do anything? Can I go? Did we get any keys um, or anything off Duncan Smith? Or like, have we just broken no, his house? No, the door was open. If you remember, uh, you do have yeah. uh, the keys jar. Yeah. Uh, to the house. Is there? Can I look at the keys? Is there any key that is it one key, several keys? Uh, obviously, this, is, this presumably predates the Chublock. These are large, uh, sort of metal tooth keys. Uh, there's a, a large, a very large one, and then a slightly smaller one that might fit a padlock. Okay. Okay. Do you want to try the keys, or should I go see if I've got a crowbar? It's pretty obvious that the keyhole wouldn't fit either of them. Okay. Okay. Can I go see if I've got a crowbar 
in the car. Uh, yeah, you certainly can. Uh, any any other things you want to do? There is uh, the rattling from upstairs is getting louder. Rattle, 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 rattle. While he's gone, I'll up. I'll open can the take... last door that we haven't the regular okay, size door. It's... You don't have a flashlight. I'll open the door. I'm not leaving uh, yeah, the, the room. Spencer's there, and presumably oh, while Spencer's <laughs> trying the door, he's probably handed to any of you the flashlight. Um, the door leads to a staircase, leading upwards into darkness. Oh. Okay, we found our our path. Uh, the the um, staircase you notice is uh, has got some blood on it, and if you remember back to uh, the original Duncan Smith story, this is what he was pushed down. Oh, okay. So, who wants to go up the staircase? Can I help Spencer try and? <laughs> no, not me. Um, Can I try to help Spencer yeah, open the smaller door? There's just door. enough room for you to kind of uh, sort of charge at it together. So, uh, do you want to have another go, Spencer? Mm-hmm. And uh, I'll, I'll give you a, a mod. Of, I'll, I'll use an advantage, which means you get to roll twice. At this point, I recognise what the action shot of Harold Mudd is actually, aka. <laughs> <laughs> For those who can't see, he rolled. He rolled a ninety-nine, and so did Curran. Um, you you managed to forget your damaged arm and charged it with the wrong shoulder and let out a scream <laughs> and sort of falls to the floor as your uh, arm begins to bleed profusely. Um, uh, the door, the Sorry, door seems really like it's not going to open any... Two ninety nine. <laughs> and I thought I was bad for almost getting fil- killed by the first supernatural thing we encountered in our last game. Yeah, You've managed to get killed listeners. by doors and floors. Yeah, we should probably say that we have a real life game as well with uh, Owen and Dave, so uh, that's what he's referring to. Yeah, the, the, for for podcast listeners, how hilarious that was is they got two rolls and they rolled 99 twice. That's a 10,000 to one shot and they managed to do it. It's ridiculous. There's um, another thump from upstairs. Did, did I find a crowbar? Do uh, you find a tire iron, which may work, uh, but it's it's not going to be easy. Um, so while Bartholomew's outside, the three of you, uh, what, two really, because Spencer's kind of clutching his injured arm, uh, which you wish to do. Can I, cause I've seen they're not getting anywhere to that door, can I just, like, almost transfix holding the torch, walk upstairs? Yeah, certainly. Um, the stairs goes up and then kind of folds back upon itself. Um, you can give me the actions there. <laughs> and uh, it leads into a long corridor that runs parallel with the corridor downstairs. Um, directly above the staircase is a, a, a trapdoor leading presumably into the attic. It's pretty high up though. The ceilings of this are really high. Um, there's a, a door very opposite you, which is open, which seems to be some sort of bathroom. Um, and the, uh, there's a number of windows along this corridor, none of which are boarded, and they look upon the, uh, the dreary garden. Um. Can I go upstairs with... Yeah. Are you, uh, are you leaving one? Spencer on his own, or Spencer, are you going to kind of gird your loins and head up with them? Um, I am downstairs clutching my arm. Um, if the group is moving off, I stick with the group. Okay. So, the you head upstairs, and looking out uh, across the garden, you see one lone tree, which is looking pretty miserable, pretty uh, skeletal. Uh, like the kind of horrible feeling of the house has somehow invaded its very being and it's dying. Um, opposite the window is a door, behind which is the um, sound of uh, 
this rattling. And there's another thump and then silence. Almost like whatever's in the room has heard your approach. Um, if you wish to go silently, you have a, a skill called stealth, and you can do stealth rolls if you'd rather go silently. Sounds like sounds it's, it's probably like a bit a late now, but um, you're, you're yep. facing the door behind which was the noise. I'm still able to operate my my. Yeah, again, I, I'll, I'll let you know if there's um, uh, any issues with uh, moving. Currently, you're you're just injured. And uh, blood is seeping through your jacket. Um, Bartholomew, you have, uh, you're back in the house. The uh, long corridor is empty. Um, and you are alone in the dark. Oh, he's on the torch. Oh, here's a torch, he isn't he? So I'm alone in the dark with a small electric light yeah. from the 20s. Yes. I, I, I um, literally bleeding was. I don't know that. Um, it's, it's like one <laughs> candle power or something. I, wa- yeah. <laughs> I walk forward towards the door we were trying to open. So you're going to walk uh, down the corridor. That's uh, okay. You pass Walking, the uh, yeah. various open rooms, the, the storeroom, the wood storeroom, the wet room, and the kitchen, and you get to the end of the corridor. Um, the door on the left uh, is closed, but the door on the right, the small uh, wooden door, uh, like a cupboard is open and it leads down into it's a staircase leading down into what appears to be a basement um, <laughs> you can face. hear uh, sounds from within no. uh, sounds like someone are moving about possibly your companions <laughs> <laughs> what are you going to do Dave what are you going to do at this point, we'll explain. There's there's character and player knowledge, and there Cthulhu shouldn't be... brain versus character brain situation. <laughs> they should character conflict. brain. I'm gonna die. So for those Cthulhu of you that are brain. looking on the stream, uh, Dave's face right now is fucking brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> and Curran also shot himself when he heard the small door was open. <sighs> <laughs> okay. Um. Yeah, I'm gonna go down the stairs <laughs> quietly. Because that's where I think everyone else is. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, back upstairs, uh, you are standing outside the door to presumably a bedroom, and uh, the door is closed. Can I? I'm basically like surveying. Like we've tried to move silently. Can I just listen out for this noise? See if I can hear someone or see any signs of movement. Can I do a spot and listen? Uh, no, no, you don't need to roll. Um, you can hear. Um, the sound as if someone is very, very gently trying to open the window. Like, yeah, uh, the catch being moved as if someone's trying to be quiet with it. And how, f- it's in the room I'm next to? What it room it would be, yeah, so it's the room you're next to, so imagine you're, you're by the door, the other side of the door is a room, probably the far end of the room is a window, and someone is trying to open that window. Can I open the door as fast as I can to try and catch someone leaving the window? Yeah, definitely. Okay, this room, uh, let me see. Um, it's a it's a pretty small room for a bedroom, um, probably enough, barely enough to contain the uh, the bed frame with bare bed springs. Um, on the other side of the uh, the um, the bed is a is a dresser. Um, opposite the bed is the this kind of window, the closed window, um, and within it is a uh, or on it is a, a catch which is is sort of 
just rattling against itself. Rattle, rattle, rattle. So I'll, I'll stop confused after opening the door. I fully expected someone rattle, to be rattle. here. I'm just kind of trying to look around and see if it's Yeah, the room appears to be empty. Rattle, rattle. Rattle, rattle. rattle. Okay, so Kuri and Aaron, what do you wish to do? Um, <clears throat> I'm going to go into the room as well. Um, and look for. Uh, oh, rattle, uh, approach rattle. the window. See if I can maybe okay, Aaron, stop the rattling. Big move, Karen. Stop to stop the shaky window. <laughs> yeah, that's wind. right. It's how you Fight stay alive wind. in this game. <laughs> I'm looking around the room and just to see if there's anything out of place. Can I do a spot check in this room? <laughs> so currently, you're by the door. Um, the uh, dresser on the other side of the bed is slightly open, and there appears to be. Uh, so you imagine there's there's a cupboard down below, and above the cupboard, two drawers. Uh, one of the drawers appears to be slightly open. There appears to be something in it. Um, Kurin, you're halfway across the room, next to the bed, uh, approaching the window, which is just rattling gently. And uh, Reverend John B. Royce, you are by the door. <laughs> I'm going to just stay and watch it. Did, your man's checking the room, and he's going to fix the window, so I don't know there's much more I can do. Okay, I'm, uh, I'm not leaving. <laughs> you, you approach Inspecting. the window. Um, and I'm going to need sanity checks from Spencer and John B. Royce. Um, Curran, something hits you from behind. Something big and heavy, and it sends you crashing through the window, <laughs> flying out onto the ground below. Uh, Reverend John B. Royce and Spencer, you need to make sanity checks because the bed has just lifted into the air, flown across the room, and sent your companion flying through the window. Um, I failed my sanity roll. <laughs> I don't know why I'm laughing. I'm going down into the basement of death alone, but it's still funny. Okay. Um, Curran, you've gone flying okay, so through the window, and miraculously, um, you've landed, uh, although on your back, in mid a pile of snow. You, you are bruised, um, yeah. pretty hurt, but otherwise pretty much unharmed. Can I try to gather my strength, let them know that I'm okay, and then tell them I'm yeah. going to... You're gonna, kind of winded. Okay, win uh, sanity checks, guys. So I lost uh, mine. Let's just see, so... I failed mine, sorry. Uh, okay, I can't see it on here. I got 79. I was against <laughs> 77. That's, that's obviously the connection. Uh, okay, okay. And uh, uh, Spencer, how did you do? Uh, 48 says so you've, you've passed yours okay um, again you, you you go completely white um, and uh, Reverend you you faint uh, Spencer oh, sick. This Reverend's you, uh, pussy <laughs> you, you seem pretty pretty okay like you, you think you're going to be able to cope with this you're not quite sure how or what's happened uh, I've seen worse you kind of might wonder, you know, is there maybe hidden <laughs> hidden pulleys or something in the room? Yeah, he, he probably doesn't believe it, does he? Yeah. How, you know, you want to know how no, done Very much a disbelief. How much okay. insanity did I lose? Sorry, Joe. Um, three. Fucking hell. I got a lot of sanity. Okay. <laughs> um, meanwhile, in the basement. <laughs> make, sure no, make sure there's no make sure there's no beds. Watch, watch out for beds in the basement. Okay, uh, the basement is almost complete darkness. There's a large, there's a large room which your torch can barely pierce. 
and to get into it is a rickety set of stairs. Um, there's no handrail on either side. Okay, so... Okay, can we... Um, I want to add an extra rule at this point. So, Call of Cthulhu 7th Edition. Uh, all Cthulhu rules have a thing called luck, and it's a resource. So at various times, they're going to ask you to make luck rolls. Um, luck is in 7th edition is, in a, is, a, is a resource that you can spend. So let's say if you miss the dice roll by 10 points, you can spend 10 luck to then make that dice roll. However, um, you don't get your luck back. So imagine your luck was 50, if you spend 10, your luck's now 40, so you, you're less lucky. Um, there are possibilities of earning it back, but it's hard. Um, Bartholomew, before you take a step on the stairs, I wish you to make a, a luck roll, okay? <laughs> I rolled a 99. Oh. <laughs> oh. Okay. <laughs> That's like the fifth 99 we've had this game for fuck's sake. This is pretty special. <laughs> okay. Um, you step onto the stairs, um, which immediately fail to take your weight and come crashing down. Um, you need to make a dexterity roll. <laughs> 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 for those in the podcast, Dave just fell off his chair for perfect breathing effect. <laughs> so can you give us a dexterity roll to see if you manage to keep that your was feet? it. 46. Um, is that a pass? What's your dexterity? 60. Oh, fantastic. Um, you can have a choice. You can um, grab onto the door to keep upstairs, or you can land on your feet downstairs. But either way, you've avoided damage. I, I, I grab onto the door. <laughs> okay, you pull yourselves up, um, yourself up. At that moment, you hear an um, almighty crash and scream from upstairs. You run up the stairs to see your companions gazing at uh, the smashed window and uh, a bed frame up against it. Boys, what the fuck happened in here? The, the, the bed, the, the uh, bed, the, the bed, that's like you're saying. The bed. Something definitely screwy around here. <laughs> uh, do, do you think so? I, I think the radio turning itself on and off would have been a little bit of a hint. The bed. Not to mention the clock. The bed, the, the bed, the bed. I, I grabbed the father and like... Try and pull him to his knees. Uh, pull him what? to his feet. So. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> Don't be oh, At what point does people slapping to my me to, to sense start resulting in losing hit points? But the third time it's happened to me just in um, the last twenty minutes. Um, so you're you're kind of being affected for about one d ten rounds. So at this point, you're game wise, you're you've recovered your wits. Uh, how you wish to play it. So, I think it's uh, I think it's a good idea to go check on Mud, see if he's okay. Yeah. Okay, pick it, pick him up out of the mud. I'll carry on. I'll <laughs> okay, you search the room. But... Um, you face uh, the the door upstairs is closed as it was when you uh, went upstairs. Uh, Ormond, you are a bit puzzled by this, and you reconvene uh, outside uh, on the street uh, where Harold Mud uh, lies in the snow. Question: Is there any onlookers who've seen him? Please, do you want to give me a um, uh, spot hidden? 
Yeah, so like no one, no one see, thinks it's weird that they've seen someone headfirst sail out of a second story window. Oh, for fuck! I see nothing because I roll a seventy against forty-five. I've not passed one roll. Okay, the um, the door to the house slams shut. Uh, it's a bit odd because there's not any wind. Thanks so much for listening. Before we go, I want to say a huge thank you to BattleBards.com. They're premium sound effects and music. Wait to show what it is. And you can get all the sounds for yourself at BattleBards.com. If you want to contact any of us about the show, or if you just want to shoot the shit, you can find us through Reddit, Twitter, and Facebook, all of which you can find through our website, HowWeWillPodcast.com. If you'd like to support the show, then leaving us a positive review on iTunes really helps. And you can also donate and keep the show going through our Patreon site. Take care. See you next time. 